Welcome everyone to the Oave Torah Daf Yomi Shior. Today's Shior is Daf Ayin Tet. We'll begin, however, on Ayin Chet Amurbet at the Mishnah on toward the bottom of the page. Says the Mishnah, Charit Sheben Shte Chatserot. If you have a ditch in between two Chatseres, if the depth of the ditch is ten tefachim and the width is four tefachim, you do not have the option to include the two chaserot in one eruv because the ditch separates them. You must do two separate eruvim for the two chaserot. Even had you filled the ditch, the ditch with straw or stubble, straw and stubble are two different things. One is the part of the wheat that's attached to the ground after you cut the wheat off, and one is the part that's attached to the wheat kernel. Male afar otsorot, if you filled it up, however, with dirt or pebbles, then you have no choice to do two. Now that you filled it up so effectively, you must do only one eruv over there. If you placed a board over it to create a bridge on the two sides of the ditch, which is the, the board is measures at least four tefachim wide, two boards, or if you put two boards right next to each other, Now, gustarot are not regular boards. Gustarot are porches. So if you have two porches over here that are right next to each other, and therefore being the two porches are sticking out right next to each other, even though they're part of two separate households, um, if you have a board on them, then you could connect the two households. But if you want, you could do one. You could, you're allowed to ignore the board and you're allowed to use the board to make one or ignore the board and make two. Pachot mikan, if the board that connects the two porches is less than four tefachim wide and therefore the bridge between the porches is less than four tefachim wide, then you have no choice. You must make two separate ones. You cannot join them in one big eruv. Says the Gemara, you want to tell me that straw is not considered filling up the, the ditch? Because we said in the Mishnah that when you fill it with straw, you do not have an option, and you must do two separate ones. Didn't we learn in the Mishnah? If you have a haystack, in between two chatzers, and this haystack provides an obstacle which prevents you from making a roof together. Because it's at least ten tefachim tall, you can make two. You can make a roof of two, but you can't make a roof of one. So we see that a stack of hay does provide a real obstacle. So the same way it provides an obstacle, why don't we assume that it could fill up the ditch? 
Amar Abaye, Abaye explains. Linyan mechitza regarding a mechitza kula amalopligi everyone agrees to have a mechitza that it's a good mechitza and it will separate you make you only be able to do two. Avlian chatitza but regarding two a chatitza which means that we're going to say that the air the air in the ditch is considered as if it's gone. It depends if the person is mevatel his straw. Meaning, if he plans to leave the straw there as dirt, then of course it'll work and it'll make it that you could do only one. You could, um, you could make a eruv of these two chatserot together. But if not, then since you plan to take them away, they do not. We said in the Mishnah Maleh Afar, if you fill the dirt with uh, dirt, if you fill the ditch with dirt or pebbles, then you can only have you only have the ability that it does fill it up well. It's considered as if it's regular, and you can make only one and not two because you have no separation anymore. Now, the fact that we said Maleh Afar sounds like the Mishnah is not differentiating what the person's intention was when he put the, dirt, the, the gravel there. If the person's intention, regardless it seems, whether he specifically says, I want to leave the gravel there forever, or whether he just placed it there without specifying why, how long he's leaving it there for, it sounds like it automatically fills up and, says, and it's fine. That, and we're asking now, is that so even without a declaration of what the guy is doing? The person automatically has filled up his ditch. Didn't we learn in the Mishnah? If you have a story in Ohalot, in Ohalot, of course, we know that if you have a dead body in a helm, in a structure, the tum'ah of the dead body fills the entire structure. It's called Ohalot. However, if the structure was full of straw or pebbles, ubitlo, and you specifically had in mind to vatel the straw or pebbles and, and and make it part of the house, then batel, you've nullified it. The house is now full, all to the top, and there isn't an airspace big enough to to transport the tumah around like an oil. And therefore we see with a deduction, bit law in, we can see that the Mishnah mentions only if you mevatel it. That's when you, you've lowered the house and got rid of the house. Lo bit law law, implying that if the guy just puts their stam, without specifically saying he's mevatel it, it doesn't work. And yet we said, we, our implication from our Mishnah was that rocks work mistam, even without stam, even without him making a declaration. Amar Abhuna, Mantana Ohalot Rabbi Yossi. He says, Oh, that's Rabbi Yossi. Uh, the Mishnah of Ohalot that you have to make a declaration is Rabbi Yossi. And our Mishnah is not agreeing with Rabbi Yossi. Ask the Gemara, If it was Rabbi Yossi, we've heard Rabbi Yossi say otherwise. The Tanya, because we learned. Rabbi Yossi Omer, Tevin ve'en atid lifnoto. If I put in the house straw, which I'm not planning to remove, it has the law of putting dirt without a declaration. And that would be batel. 
Afad ve'atid lefnoto. If I have dirt that I'm planning to take out, hareu kistam telasitamim v'lobatil. So that doesn't really work. So it seems like Rabbi Yossi holds that dirt that you don't have anything to do is batel. So don't tell me that it's our Mishnah. That the Mishnah all out is Rabbi Yossi. Elam Rabasi Mantana Eruvin. Who's the Tana of Mishnah? That's Rabbi Yossi. He. Our Mishnah and Eruvin, which sounded like that Stam, if you put the Tevin in Stam, it works. The, I'm sorry, the dirt in Stam, it works. That was Rabbi Yossi. It's convenient for a person to get rid of something that he's not using anyway on Shabbat. Whereas, uh, on, of course, you wouldn't say that on, in, uh, when a person is talking, dealing with the Ohel, where, where there's nothing to do with Shabbat, a person is not mevatel items that are more important. And therefore, it's more difficult to mevatel something in Ohalot than it is in Shabbat, and you can't compare the two. That's the answer of Huna Braidir of Yeshua. You're asking a question from a house on a ditch. If we're talking about a, a, a ditch, we're talking about The point of a charitz, when you dig a ditch, it is waiting to be. It is waiting to be filled up. That's the point of a ditch. Ditches don't last forever. People don't naturally want ditches around. Whereas houses are normally not supposed to be filled up. They're meant to have uh, airspace in them, and therefore, since it's not meant for it, therefore, it's harder to do. Those are the three different opinions. Now we quote the Mishnah. Now, Tanal of Nesar, if you put, we, we mentioned that if you put a, um, if you put a board over the ditch, then you could do two, and if you could do, you could have a choice of doing two or one. That's only if you put the width of the board over the, the length of the board over the width of the ditch. But if you put the board over the length of the ditch. Now, putting it over the length means that instead of actually crossing the ditch with the board, I stuck the board into the side of the ditch. And therefore, it doesn't cross over, but it rather narrows the width of the ditch. Koshu, even if it only narrows it by a, a hair's breadth, nami The bottom line is the width of the ditch is now less than four, at least where this board is, and therefore you would be me'arev, you'd be able to me'arev echad. We said in the Mishnah, So too, if you have two porches which are opposite each other. Amarava explains, this that we said that they have to be opposite each other. In yes, but if they're not opposite each other, law 
if one is above the other, Nami also, it's only if there's two, at least three Tzvachim between them. That we call them only one. So basically, if there's less than three Tzvachim in between the two dishes, we're going to lavud it. And therefore, we look at it as one bent porch, and of course, they could be murav only as one, because it's all connected. Okay, we're up to the new Mishnah. says the Mishnah as follows. Matban, if you have, in the Mishnah is talking about a haystack, sheben shte chatserot, and the haystack is in between two sides of a chatser. Gavoa asarat and it has at least ten tvachim tall. This haystack is considered an actual boundary, and therefore you are not able to put the, join the two chatzerot into one eruv. Now this border happens to be an edible border, and you, a person, the Mishnah tells you, the people on one side of this tevin, this haystack border, can feed their animals from one side, the other guys can feed from the other side, and when it gets smaller than 10 Tavachim, then it no longer becomes a border because it's less than 10 Tavachim. And then you could only put the two Chatzidot as one and not two. Very simple. Says the Gemara, Amar Abhuna. When we tell you that you could feed your animals, that's provided that. You do not want to take some with your hands and put it into your animal's trough to let him eat it. Trough, to let him eat it. Now, when we said, we don't, in other words, we don't want you to take it out with your hands because then you're going to, we're worried that maybe you'll take a lot out and you'll cause it to go less than 10 rachim, and you might end up carrying in the chatzer. So the Gemara says, Ula ukma shari. You're saying it's okay to bring your animal and make it eat the, the hay from the haystack? Because it sounded like it's only not allowed when you take it with your hands out of the haystack. But if you bring your animal to the haystack and force your animal to eat it, that would be okay. The ukma. A person could put his animal on top of grass on Shabbat. But you can't put your animal on top of a mukse on Shabbat. Because we're worried that maybe you'll take it and put it in front of your animal. So you see that a person can't bring your animal to something that we're afraid you won't do. A muksim is, it was very often those days, a muksim means that they had these, the straw that was being laid out to dry. And you normally would be muksim when Shabbat starts. That straw, you're not allowed to bring your animal to place it forcibly on top of it to make it eat it on Shabbat. So the Gemara answers, Dekaim le'ba'ape that's only when you force the animal to do it. But if, but if the animal is going on its own, you are allowed to let it eat. So now we said in the Mishnah, 
You're not allowed to place the, the, the hay into your animal's trough. We learn if you have a house in between two chatzers, you filled it up with straw. You can only make two or not one. Each gun could put it in his kupato and mimachil. So this brighter sounds like you're allowed to physically take it with your hands and put it in the in the kupa. If you lessened the straw from the tevachim, shneim asurim, then they're both asur. Ketor said, "What do you do if if you made him asur because you now you lessened it and now it's all one? No elipato, you could close your house." And you tell you're to shoot to the guy next to you. Who asur? When you do that, you become asur, and your friend becomes mutar. Also, if you have a uh, uh, let's say a ditch full of straw, a straw ditch full of straw, which is in between the two tichubeshavat, you're not allowed to bring any straw from one outside the tichum. You're allowed to let your animal feed from one side. We're not worried that maybe he'll stick his mouth out and bring some of the straw from the others from outside the tichum. Either way, in this brayta we mentioned something that's against what we said till now, because he said in the brayta. Zen, we said it sounds like over there it's okay for a person to uh, with his own hands take stuff out of, out of the haystack and give it to his animal and we said that was Asur we said you only let your animal go there but not that but you're not allowed to do it with your own hands I mean we answer buy it a house came on the Ika came on the Ika Tikra since there's a roof in the house, when you make it less, you'll notice. So basically the story is like this. We're worried that you're going to take it out with your hands, and when you take it out with your hands, you're, going to realize, you're not going to realize that you lessened it from ten tefachim, and therefore you'll end up carrying. Now when are we worried like that? That's when the haystack is in between two chatzers. Because if the haystack is in between two chatzers, you might make that error. But when the haystack is in a house, you could, being that there's a roof on the house, so the extra space in between the haystack and the roof is readily apparent, and you'll notice when you lessen it for Tent Vachim, and therefore the rabbis are not worried over there, and they do let you in a house feed it with your hands to your animal. If it gets less than Tent Vachim, then it's Asur. Ha it sounds like if it's exactly ten, it's okay. Even if the roof is very, very high. We see from here that a mechitza that doesn't reach the roof is still called a mechitza. If you remember before we had a machloket about mechitzot on Daf Ayin Bet, whether the mechitza needs to reach the roof. It seems apparent from our Brighta. That in the case where they don't reach the roof, it still works. Because it sounds like as long as it's ten tvachim, you're allowed to use it as two different things. Amar Abaya, Abaya says, Abaya has one way out of the problem. No, not necessarily are we talking about, uh, are we talking according to the opinion that says, 
mechitzot she'en megillah is called mechitzah. But we're talking about a case where the house had a roof of thirteen, uh, a little less than thirteen, twelve point nine. For tevin asadai, the tevin was ten, and therefore, if you lose a little bit, it was actually within three tvachim of the top, and that's why it was fine. But if you lose a little bit, you'll lose it. But really, since it's within three tvachim of the top, it's cold like it reached the top. And therefore, even the rabbi who says mechitzot that have to reach the top in order to be called a mechitzah, over here he'll agree it's a mechitzah because it's within three tvachim of the top. That's one way out. That's Abai's way out. I can even answer you, talking, we're not talking about a house that's 13 minus one, minus a drop. It could be a house that's only ten tvachim tall altogether. And the straw could be seven and a bit. And therefore, since it's seven and a bit, so there's lavud again, and it's considered like it reaches the ceiling. I understand according to Abai who says that it could be talking about a case of 13 or 12.9. That's why we said you lowered less than 10. According to Yeshua, who says that the house was 10 and the straw started off as 7 and it was just lavuded to the top of the house because it was in three tvachim on the top of the house. So why would we say if you lowered it from 10? It sounds like the, the straw was 10. Where it says no. When we said we lowered it from 10... <coughs> We didn't lower it from actually being 10, but we lowered it from being considered like 10. When it was 7, seven point something, which was within three tvachim of the roof, it was considered like 10. And now we lower it mi'asara from being considered like 10, but not from actually being 10, because that's how, uh, that's how I wonder who will answer the question. Now we said, shnehen asurim. Both of them are asur. I'm sorry, I skipped something. No, remember. We said that if it's less than 10 tvachim, then, then both sides are asur. Maybe we could figure out from our Mishnah that if an inhabitant comes to a chatzer on Shabbat, he makes it asur for everyone in the place to carry on Shabbat. Because here, when you lowered it from 10, we said you made it asur for people to carry the Shabbat. Obviously, we see that by lowering it from 10, we're increasing inhabitants in the place because we're, we're, we now got rid of the, the barrier between the inhabitants and adding them on Shabbat makes a problem. Therefore, we should be able to figure out the answer to a question that we had, whether or not adding people on Shabbat makes a problem. Mara says, no, we're not talking about when we lowered it from 10 today on Shabbat. Rather, this is what the Mishnah is talking about, a case where it happened from before. And when it happened from before, they add someone from before, or you lower the wall from before, everyone agrees to the law that, of course, it, you have to reckon with it, and you have to deal with the new reality of new people being in the Chatzar. Ketzad Huoseh. The bright says, how does it work to allow it? says You have to lock your door that opens to the middle house, and you have to tell you to shoot to one of the people. Mara says, well, I have to do both. Why well, I have to lock my door and just, just lock your door or just tell you to shoot? 
Mara says, no. Hachi Kamar, Eno El to Beto. We're talking about again, this is talking about the house that has the straw in the middle. Why do you need to do both, Matel and Shoot, and lock the door? Says the Gemara, Hachi Kamar, Eno El Beto, Ono El Beto, or Matel Shoot. Rather, the Mishnah means that you, the bright meant that you could do either one. You don't have to do both. He bite aim another way out of the problem. If I want, I can answer you like this. Le'olam tati. Really, you need both. Since this house is one that was commonly used, we're worried that you might get, and since you, you're used to using it, you might end up using it again by going back to your old habits and using it again. Therefore, you have to do double both things. Tell the shoot and lock the door. We said in the writer also, who asur mutar? That when you vatel the shoot, you become asur and your friend becomes mutar. Pshita, that's always what happens when you vatel the shoot. Lotzvicha, the hadar idach ubatil We're talking about a case, even though your friend went back and was vatel the shoot back to you, you still stay asur and he still stays mutar. Why would that be? Kamash ha kamash lan. We're going like the opinion that says that you have no right to go make make bitul and go back and do bitul again. We also said if you have a pit of straw in between two Tichumei Shabbat, one meaning that part of it is outside your Tichum Shabbat, we said also you let it feed your animals when not worried. Pshita, of course, why not? We could see that from the law of Ben Shtechatzerot. If we're not worried about feeding your animal, then do Chatzerot. We're worried that maybe he'll mess you over. Why are we not worried here? Lord Tzvicha. The Rabbi Kiva, you're right, we need it because even according to Rabbi Kiva, the Amr Tchumim is the Oraita. If you remember, we had a machlok at whether the laws of Tchum are the Oraita or the Rabbanan. Rabbi Kiva holds the Oraisa. So according to him, the holds the Oraisa, maybe you should have been stricter when it comes to Tchum Shemak since it's the Oraita. We should worry that maybe a guy end up, might end up taking. Straw from outside the tchum and be over on the suddeoraita. Because if he knows that this this particular uh, this particular hole is halfway in and halfway out, in his mind this was a, a partial isur type of uh, ditch. And, and if we're allowing him to let his animal eat from it, he might come and say, oh, if I could, my animal could have eaten from this one, eaten from this one, maybe I could allow my animal to eat from another one, which is completely outside, which would be a, a problem of Isur of Tichumim, which is the Oraita Kortu Bikiva. Kamash that we don't make that Gizira that someone's going to make that connection to say, if I use this one, I'll use another one that happens to be an Isur de Oraita. Baruch Adonai, the Olam Amen, we will end at the Mishnah over here on the Ayin Tehra Mubet.